Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. What is goody, Hot breath Averse? Welcome back to Hot Breath, the show where you learn comedy from the pros, I am your host, comedian Joel Byers. This week's episode is one of our favorite and most popular episode formats we do. It's where we bring you, members of the Hot Breathiverse, onto the show. And this episode that we do every single month is our winning interview with the $100 Joke Contest. Every month in Hot Breath Pro, we do a $100 Joke Contest where the winner gets 100 bucks and an interview on the podcast. So if that's something you're interested in learning more about, all you got to do, go into the description of this show, click join Hot Breath Pro and connect with me and comics around the world all leveling up their game together. And our winner, the one and only Sandy Bernstein, ladies and gentlemen, Sandy Bernstein won. Here's her winning set. And then here is her winning interview. I am 60, married, and childless, and I consider that being liberated. I love uninterrupted sleep and hot meals, and uh, nobody's sucking these titties unless they buy me dinner. This ain't no milk bar. I haven't been puked or peed on since college. I know, you were not expecting golden showers from a woman who looks like she'd shush in the library. I'm surprised by what comes out of my mouth. Just wait till you hear what goes into it. My toys are way more fun than Legos or Barbies. They use batteries, not imagination. I did miss out on stretchy maternity pants. Those would have been ideal for my yo-yo dieting. Back when I was trying to get rid of baby weight, you know, baby roots, sugar babies, baby back ribs. We all have to live with our decisions. While I made deposits into my vacation club account, my friends were putting all their money into their college savings plans. Their kids did graduate with useless liberal arts degrees, and they all moved back home. I could still become a mommy. Given my husband's age, I may have to take care of him in his second childhood. Mm. Nah, I'll just hire my friend's liberal arts majors to come babysit while I jet off to Cabo and ride a cabana boy. <sighs> Yeehaw! Now that's what I call liberation. I am. Oh my gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for your winner, Sandy Bernstein, everyone. Hey, Sandy. Davita said, You go, girl. <laughs> Evelyn said, Yay, Sandy. Uh, Trent said, You look so good, Sandy. Is it the golden showers? Must <laughs> be. I'll tell you. Well, congratulations, Sandy. I mean, goodness gracious. Congratulations. How, uh, how, did, how did this set? What, how'd you come up with this? You, I mean, you won. What's the secret here? Oh, gosh. Well, the secret is as soon as I heard liberated, I, I thought about not having kids. Because mm -hmm. um, as you know, I am a proud member of the Baron Womb Club. Yeah. And, you know, I really decided to lean into that in my comedy since that's, uh, you know, a bit of a different perspective. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and uh, so uh, 
actually, this is this is really funny. But I I wrote down some ideas and stuff, and I actually started with my parents or with my mother. And uh, but I I kind of felt like it was a lot of throat clearing. I wasn't sure. So, ironically, uh, Chris Beasley and I worked together. What? And, yeah. Well, on that Monday of the contest, we uh, we got together. And he kind of agreed with me that all that sort of stuff with my parents, even though it was funny, it really, it really wasn't, you know, the heart of the set. So he was the first person I worked with. And then I completely welched out on him because he hadn't started his yet. And uh, we were like, oh, yeah, we'll get together later in the week. I want to hear your ideas. And, well, there was a three-hour time difference, you know. Oh, Chris. Yeah. So I I have Jewish guilt that he he kept telling (laughs) me. He kept telling me, don't worry, you got me to start on mine. So, uh, you know, and his was great. In fact, my husband went upstairs and he was trying to vote for Chris, but I don't, oh, I don't that's think hilarious. he I want him to come on camera just to prove to people that he really exists. But people I don't know do if the I Same can... with my wife. People don't believe yeah, she exists. But just for a second, Tom. <gasps> just for a second. Lean in there, Tom. Look at Tom. He's real. <laughs> Tom's probably thinking the same thing. He's like, oh, they're real as well. She's not just yelling into Zoom alone. <laughs> yeah, now, now he went to take his walk. He he, was, uh-huh. he wasn't even going to wait for the show to go uh-huh. walk. He's like, I'm out walking. I'm like, come on. Oh, that's great. Thanks for stopping by, Tom. Woo. Yeah, he's already gone. That's <laughs> like I am because we normally walk on Sunday morning. So I, oh, I wanted lovely. to be ready to go with him. That's lovely. Case, uh, yeah, I'll catch him on the second half. So People are fine. saying, hey, Tom. That's great. <laughs> well, he, he's, he's 10 years older than I am. He does not look it. He looked great. Yeah. And he made a silly yeah. goose face. He looks like a silly goose like you. He is. He is yeah. I mean, it's hard to believe that he is 70. Wow. White yeah. don't crack. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he comes from good stock. I'll tell you, man. I mean, honestly, he probably be the one taking care of me because dementia runs in my family mm. and his father lived well into his 90s so uh yeah so yeah, ivy said sandy you look great so that's good oh thank you thank you i appreciate that so how yeah how did you start to organize the set you got some you and chris collabed a little bit but then right. what, what, did then, it, what came down to rolling your sleeves up and doing it well, okay, from from there, uh, once again this month, I worked very closely with Davida Kramer. So nice. let's give it up to Davida, okay? Because um, interestingly enough, last time I won, we worked closely together in April. Then in May, we didn't really have a chance to collab. And, um, you know, June, we did a little bit, but not as in-depth as we had in April. So mm-hmm. I, I just told her as soon as I saw that I was nominated, I was like, you're the secret sauce. And uh, and also, I, I do have like a couple guys that I, I meet with once a month. Um, uh, you know, Bill Douglas and uh, Jareth Johnson and uh, nice. Mark Palchak. And actually, uh, Bill wasn't on the call this month, but because he he has other stuff. But you know, but Mark and Jareth really helped me cut it way down, and you know, sort of helped me like really really tighten up the language. And then nice. I made Davida suffer through it yet again. <laughs> um, and she really liked it a lot more because like at first she was like, eh, you got some work to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, you know, I worked with her and I kept changing it up on her every time I sent it. So 
she was very patient with me. I have to say, I, I owe her big time. Wow. And uh, I worked with her on hers and hers was great. And unfortunately she, she didn't get it submitted, um, you know, because she was having technical difficulties, but I, I really think she would have given us a run for our money. Cause hers was I actually, did, she did post it in hot breath pro and it was very funny. So you guys should check it out. For um, sure. So, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so that was a big part of it. I, I don't think I would have, landed where I did if I hadn't had the assistance of all those people, you know, it takes a village and, yeah. uh, yeah. So that, you know, so that's sort of like, you know, my process, I started out going sort of in one direction, you know, talking about my mom, like when she put me on the bus for the first day of school, you know, how most parents, you know, cry and stuff. My mom was jumping for joy. Mm-hmm. And then when I, when I like moved out or, and when my brother moved out, she ran around singing the Beatles, she's leaving home. You know, and unfortunately, I can't carry a tune, so I tried doing that, and it was, it was just awful. So I, I had to jettison that whole part of it, even though it, it would have been funny if I could have pulled it off. That's so. That's so interesting. It seems like a common thread with winners are that they're like they're getting outside feedback. You know, they're like being collaborative with the process. They're not being insulated and not getting feedback and help and guidance. You know that. I think that is something that definitely the Hot Breath promotes is like collaboration and not doing this alone and really, you know, connecting with your network and putting it to work, you know, and it proves in you winning. Chris has said the same thing. You know, it's a common theme. Yeah. And um, and I did try to take it live, uh, but, uh, you know, an early version of it, I didn't have it memorized and I kept stumbling. And uh, so I don't think I ever really... I mean, I was able to get like maybe the first part out there live, uh, but I wasn't able to really get the first thing out there in front of a live audience. And, um, you know, some of the bites I'd done in the last week, if I'd taken that feedback to heart, I, I would have just not even submitted. So, but I mean, it was it was an evolution. I don't think I, I was able to get the, the finished product out in front of people uh, until after the after it was submitted. Uh, and Aaron mm. Despita did a great job um, hosting and producing this, uh, 30 minute show that we did for highwireimprov.com. You can find it on their YouTube channel, highwireimprov.com slash live. So Aaron's on it and Annalisa had a hilarious set and, uh, there were some other people on there. It's just a 30 minute program. So, uh, and I believe, I believe Aaron posted it as well, but you can find it on their site. But anyway, I was able to run that whole set or version of it. Uh, plus some other stuff. Uh, and, um, you know, the limited Zoom audience that I had was laughing. So I felt I felt good about it. You should feel good about it. It was a nice tight set. I mean, did it come together in that order? Or did you kind of write all the jokes and then figure out how to organize it? Um, I think that it came together in that in that order. Once I, I figured out the jokes, I didn't really have to switch anything around. Uh, but it was just a matter of hitting on the things that worked because, uh, you know, I had a few jokes in there that I that I ended up cutting. And when I originally did it, it was taking me too long to get to the laugh. And uh, so I was trying to figure it out. I mean, at first I sort of, you know, I very clearly state the premise in the beginning. Well, what I did was I, I switched it around and had a joke first. And Davida was like, uh, Sandy, we don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> so I was like, okay. <laughs> 
trying to back up fun again. You know, I was like, don't hold back, Davida. Tell me how you really feel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good friend there. <laughs> no, it is, especially for comedy writing and yeah. other areas of life. Um, but uh, so then as I was, you know, sort of as I was getting ready to record it and I was trying to memorize it, and a big part of it is just memorizing it, and then you can edit as you're memorizing. Right. And there was a whole line about, you know, after I was saying that I like the uninterrupted sleep and hot meals, and I said, and I like having a body that's my own. It's never about just the road. Is that, but being what the open hell is that? Is road- that me or you? It wasn't me. I have no idea what that was. I don't, <laughs> I don't know either. It's not like yeah, here, we have hecklers. But, oh my gosh, there's hecklers. I do. I I don't know. Um, but anyway, well, if that happens again, I'll I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I ended up like I thought I had that power of three, saying yo, know, and having a body that's my own. But I'm thinking, well, that's not pulling its weight, and that's delaying us from getting to the first joke about sucking these titties. Ah, <laughs> get them. Yeah, so, and I would first, you know, was trying to be a little cleaner, like, you know, oh, nobody, you know, uh, suckles these breasts with it. And I was like, you know what? Sometimes we just have to go for the, for the hard hit. So out came the titties and the rest you, is history. The library, though, you know, you, like someone who's shushy at the library, you know, that, that adds some context and balance to a joke like that as well, though. Yeah, and actually, I got that from, from Yoshi uh, because uh, I am, here's a plug doing the type five accelerator no. and no, I'm not cheating. I wasn't cheating. That suggestion came within the week after the theme was announced. And I mean, it wasn't a suggestion of that set. We were just talking about my persona Yeah. and the discussion of my persona really informed this set. I have to say, and it was all legal. Don't worry. Yeah. I checked with Joel first to make sure that, you know, legal. I yeah. that input because it wasn't that time frame. So, yeah. You know, I didn't want to be disqualified here, but, uh, you know, but that, that really helped uh, the whole idea about, um, I, I struggled for years with writing things personal. Okay. Mm. Because I mean, a couple years ago I had someone, uh, a comedian friend who I was close with that kept saying, you know, this isn't personal. Anybody could write this stuff. Do you want to be remembered, you know, like years from now as being the woman with the saggy boobs and, and mistaking the toothpaste for preparation age, you know? And I didn't really understand how to put that into practice. And um, he eventually lost patience with me and blocked me. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But I mean, but coming into the hot breath of verse, I really began to understand no, being personal is not true confessions, it's not a litany of facts. It's really filtering it through your personal perception and through your persona. Mm-hmm. I know. And it took me like, a solid year, two years to actually be able to learn that and internalize it. And I really think that being a member of hot breath is really what finally got me to that, you know, watching all the podcasts doing, you know, writing the jokes every day. And, um, you know, it was incremental. It wasn't like the light bulb went off that, you know, but I eventually figured it out and, and it took a long time. You know, I couldn't just flip the switch and make things personal. Yeah. I love that's what I love about well you're like an OG too you've been in the hot breath verse basically since day one when the whole pandemic started you know and to see people start to learn things and then apply, 
hell again? Maybe that's Tom. Maybe that's your husband. Let me just do something else here. So skip the highway. Come on now. Be open for the byways. We're we're hearing Sandy's AARP ads. That's how those are the YouTube ads that Sandy gets. It's like AARP, triple A. Okay, I just closed all my other damn windows. <laughs> so if this happens again, I have no idea where it's coming from. Oh, thank okay. you, D- Dimitri. Dimitri, for the kind comment there. He said, Joel, aren't you the best host? You look great, sound great. I bet you smell great as well. Thank you for the interview. Go champ. Choice of words is perfect. Your persona and your opinion are interesting for us. All right. Oh. That's oh, and great. Dino it's, liked the note about personalizing material. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's been huge. And I mean, it's been drilled into my head from interview after interview. And I used to be like, make it personal. My life's boring. What the hell? Nobody wants to hear about some 60-year-old broad, you know? And and I, I don't have any like funny, really funny stories and blah, blah. And, you know, that's not that's not true. So it, it really, you know, it just took sort of saturation with all these resources and material and having to hear it over and over and over again. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what I was going to say before we had a pop-up ad. Um, <laughs> it was a pop-up ad. Editing. I believe it was depends. Was that the pop-up ad? But yeah. Um, sorry. Am I going to get canceled for saying that? Is that? It was Centrum Silver, Joel. Centrum Get your back straight. I was trying to think of a cleaner one, but I, I, Depends came to mind first. That was the default. Centrum would have been good. Yeah, fish oil. Not yeah, fish I mean, oil. you look at this, you think Great Depends. Nuts. I understand. I get it. You're well, that's like what I, that's what I was gonna. I was gonna say is to see people like start to learn, but then apply it over time, and then see the results. You know, there's no way to like microwave the results but it is like you said that saturation hearing it a lot having friends and supportive network to hold you accountable to be working on it as well you know it it all adds up but it is over time my friends Mm -hmm. it does take time yeah yeah you can't just flip a switch i mean at least not for me i mean i know people who like got it that much faster but you know we all we all have our own journeys i mean but even like even for me, it's we've been talking about persona a lot, and we've had a lot of people come in to Hot Breath Pro and talk about comedic personas and things. I mean, someone like Steven Rosenfield, who wrote the book on personas, you know, um, it even after that interview, it's still taking me time. But it really was in this this month's Type Five Accelerator where we opened up talking about personas, and I was like, should really be more intentional about thinking about that. And it really, it really has made a difference in my own writing as well. So it is interesting to become self-aware of that filter. It really Mm -hmm. can start to guide your writing in a more personal way, which me 11 years in has been a revelation for me as well. So it's cool to see other people having that same breakthrough much sooner in their careers than in mine. So that's very exciting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been doing this like seven years. So, uh, and of course, you know, I like to beat myself up and thinking, well, you know, if I had this sooner, think where I'd be. But, you know, you can't do that. You have to look ahead. Exactly. Um, and one of the other huge things that I've learned from Hot Breath and from just having it drilled into my head uh, by you, especially, Joel, is is to really I really fight the urge to be competitive and worry about what other people are doing. And why am I like you said, why am I not getting booked on the cool show? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, and I kept hearing, I keep hearing my voice in your head, in my head, saying, you know, as soon as I started focusing on what I can control and and let go of all these things that I can't, that's when things started to take off. And so, I mean, you know, I'm I'm hoping that that is what's happening for me, you know, because we know how this is. It's dips and valleys, and I shared with that's my past week, you know. Two horrible, horrible sets, and then a couple of fantastic ones. You know, well, and horrible, over time, we're our worst critic, you know, as yeah. well. And horrible is. Are you talking about horrible? The set that you posted in the Type Five Accelerator group uh, that you were like, yeah, one, you said you lost them halfway, and then when I watched it, I was like, you didn't lose them. Is that the one you're talking about? Oh no, no, that was a good one. That was a good. Okay, one. you I feel mean, good was, about that one now. Okay, good. Yeah, I feel good about that one. No, the one that I that I didn't feel good about was the one where I had to resort to the nuclear option at the end, where it was a show where there were like six people and the, the crowd was tighter than a mosquito's butthole. Ooh. And, you know, and I had to follow one of the top comedians in the Baltimore area and probably in the country who runs this thing, Larry Lancaster. He, the guy is hilarious. Wow, yeah. And I had, to follow, I had to follow that. And uh, he always, you know, he puts me up first cause he, I can handle it. I, I'm just like, whatever. You know, and uh, in that room, I have to fight for every single laugh. And that particular night, uh, I was losing the battle. But afterwards, he said, you didn't bomb. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, it's just I I look, I I put it behind me. I just look, okay, I got a show coming up the next day. I got to focus on that. So that's the best way to get over a hot bomb is just to, like, focus on the next show. And just like you focus, focus on, you know, looking at it as deadlifts. Exactly. Yeah. And you're, you're putting in the reps, honestly, like the, the sets you're posting in tight five of you at like these bars and like, I mean, it was, it's, it's very nostalgic of these shows. I'm, I came up doing, I remember, you know, and I've, and I, I've still done them some, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's all part of that kind of crawling through the mud type deal. This is, this is the Shawshank season right now. We're crawling through the sewer to get to the other side and you're putting in the work, you know? Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, it's it, it's true. Then, oh, believe me, there there are some real doozies that I didn't even bother posting. <laughs> uh, Demetri had a question: How would you follow dirty, not funny comedian on a mic? Ah, uh, you know, if they're not funny, then then whatever you do is going to look better by comparison. You know. So I just, uh, I mean, I usually I go into it with an idea of what material I have in mind. Uh, I'm hoping that as more exper- I get more experienced, I'm better able to pivot. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, but I usually, I'm usually, you know, what I think I'm going to be doing, I usually stick to doing, and that's not always to my benefit. But as you were saying, sometimes I I have a mic and I have like it's just an open mic. The stakes are low. My goal is okay. I want to run this new material and see if it works. Mm-hmm. And you know, in some of these rooms, nothing's going to work. And I mean, I try to slip it in between stuff I know works. And if I'm not even getting laughs from the stuff that I know works, I know that kind of like not take the feedback very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, so uh, yeah. But in my challenges in the case with uh, following Larry Lancaster, a lot of times he'll go really dirty just to try to get the crowd like having a pulse. And, you know, cause we're sitting outside, it's 90 degrees and, um, 
you know, there, yeah. So that's, that's the toughest thing to follow, but I just, I just try to be true to myself and give it my best shot. Yeah. And that, I mean, basically you just do you, I mean, you know, like Dimitri is asking, you know, how do you adapt to the situation? I mean, you really just go up there and do your own comedy. Like that's something I learned, um, a few years ago was like, if someone goes up and is like super high energetic, you don't, it's not like you go out there and be super high energetic. If that's not your style of comedy, like you go up there and you bring the audience to you and you do your style of comedy. You know, that's, that's, you don't want to like bend to like, Oh, they bombed. I better make a comment on it. No, you go up there and do your set. That's why you're there. Right. Yeah. And, um, no, that's, that's very true. And, uh, yeah, you just, you just, like I said, you have to, you have to do you and realize you're, you're just not going to win every crowd. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that, that has been drilled into my head with, with hot breath is that it's, it's really a conversation with the audience. And that's what I struggle with because I get up there and I tend to like, you know, do my material. I have a monologue. So I'm trying really hard to sort of be more present and, um, you know, try to be more engaged with the audience. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's really what I've been working on. And I got a very, very high compliment from a producer that I work with. And um, he said, you know, in the, he goes, I've really noticed, like, since before the pandemic, you know, he said, you've gotten so much better at engaging with crowds and your facial expressions. Oh. And I said, a lot, of, a lot of that is being on Zoom, having to see your face <laughs> up front, you know, because I, oh. you know, I mean, people. Hate, hate zoom comedy but i mean you know i've leaned into it because that was like the only outlet i had exactly. and i still do some zoom shows mm-hmm. and uh and it actually helped me because it really made me more in touch with my facial expressions and my intonation because you know i'm in my own face so yeah. uh so there, there is some value to zoom comedy oh my gosh it's, it's a different animal but it's worthwhile what especially a, if you shows. Yeah, I, I do a lot of shows with that fan, and um, he's based out of uh, California, and uh, he's quite the character uh, you, because you he has all these rules, and like more than half of my guests who tuned in have been kicked out because what? their camera's not stabilized, they're not paying 100% attention to everybody, they're looking wow. at their phones, and he holds the comics to a very high standard. So usually the audience is just the other comics, but they have to watch and pay attention because otherwise their, their asses are getting kicked out. Wow. So that been very helpful uh, doing his shows and they're very well run, very professional. Wow. So uh, I, I post on my page when I'm going to be on one. So anybody who wants to take the gauntlet and <laughs> see if they can laugh through a show without getting kicked out. <laughs> oh, I'll take awesome. it as a personal challenge. Yeah. So cool. Well, is there any um anything you'd like to promote or anything you'd like to say here in the closing? Uh, okay. So let me think about this. Um, uh, well, uh, definitely check out the Zoom show that I did with um with uh, Aaron and Annalisa on uh, Highwire Highwirecomedy.com slash live. Nice. And I think um, Aaron's also you know posted it in various places. So that that's a lot of fun. It's only thirty minutes. Um, you know, I've got live shows coming up, but that's, you know, only for people in my area. So I won't bore you with that. Uh, I have, um, I have a website that I have to update. So don't look at it till later today. <laughs> I love but you're promoting things for people not to do right now. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's like, it's where Sandy, should they support you and connect with you, Sandy? Well, here's how not to do it. You're right. Okay. <laughs> but here's how to do it. 
here's how to do it. Um, I am on Facebook and Instagram at Sandy Bernstein Comedy. So follow me on those two places. Um, and uh, and then my website is uh, SandyBernsteinComedy.com. Nice. So you can check that out uh, as well. And, um, you know, that I, I every day on social media, I post a, a new day, new joke. That's the hashtag, which was started by um, Aaron Patrick. Aaron Patrick. Uh, That's right. Yes. He's got some great content online. So check him out as well. And, uh, oh, yeah. And shout out to Angela Moore, who brought me into the hot breath fold way back when over a year ago by sharing the post in East Coast Comedians. That's how I stumbled on it. So she's a good friend of mine and uh, love her to death. So, I mean, it's been a real game changer for me. Um, but yeah, so just follow me on social media and I post where I'm going to be both online and in real life. And I post a joke every day. Usually it's something I've written, uh, in the morning during right 10 club when I, when I should be working my day job, but you know, I'm working from home right now. So, uh, they haven't caught me yet Uh, myself out there, but, but yeah, so uh, (laughs) Your but facial expressions is. too. You know, you know, a, a compliment I want to send your way, Sandy, is early on in this contest because you've been doing the contest several months now. Oh and yeah. Early on, you you did a lot of like sight gags, and you brought in like your your vacuum, and like you were doing things that were funny, but like your facial expression, you just did triggered me to remember when you you kind of made a transition to like okay, I'm just going to sit here and deliver my jokes and just perform them and not look for an outside like vacuum or something to play with. And like your facial, people were complimenting your facial expressions during the set and like your writing is a lot tighter now. And it's like, you kind of, you took away in that void, it forced you to kind of create. And then you started to develop the more conversational, the more personal and just the tight material that is translating to people and you've won from it, you know, like that's when you first won was when you're like, all right, I'm just going to sit in front of this zoom background and deliver my material. And now you've won again doing it, you know? So there's something to that. Yeah. And okay. You know, who's responsible for the whole facial expression thing once again is Davida Kramer Davida. because you know yes because in some of these things she's like, you look like a zombie. Uh, your, your facial expressions are not matching what you're talking about. You know, and you could be saying the funniest things in the world, but, you know, I'm not laughing because I'm not buying it. Wow. And I was like, okay, once again, Davida, don't hold back. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> so she really got on my ass about my facial expressions and my acting. And, um, yeah, so I, I have to give her credit for that where credit's due. I love it. I love the collaboration. And it's it's so much fun to get to be on this journey with you, Sandy. This is so cool. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I I mean, I'm telling you, hot breath is, has been a game changer for me. It really has been because for years I had a mentor, the fat doctor, and uh, he passed away in January of uh, 2020, uh, and I was lost. I was just like, what am I going to do now? And uh, it was just fate that I happened to see Angela's post, and I just like fell into it. So I mean, that that's been a real game changer, and I just feel so fortunate uh, to have had you know, that circumstance and that chance, you know, that chance meeting or whatever, uh, it has really made so much of a difference in, in my comedy. And I really, I'm, I don't want to jinx myself, but I really feel like positive things are, are happening now and I'm gaining momentum now that, you know, live comedy is back. So hopefully I'm not jinxing myself and next week I'll be saying, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, the, the... <laughs> yeah. 
because you said Joe, comedy has a way of doing that to you. Oh, and believe me, it's always it's always like bringing me up and then kicking me in the solar plexus. Always. That's why that's why the community is so important because mm-hmm. like in those moments you, you got you need support you need friends because mm-hmm. you, so you bounce back faster you know. Yeah, it you really do because I mean I remember my early days. I'd bomb and then I'd wait two weeks to go up again and I'd be mm. living with that horrible taste in my mouth and um, just don't go back there, people. Whenever you bomb, get back on that horse. Just keep doing it so you can look ahead and not behind. I mean, learn from your mistakes. I record every single set I do. Mm. I have a little tripod, you know, so I can record myself. I don't have to depend on anybody else and I just stick my camera in it, you know, hit record and off I go. And then another thing I learned from uh, Joel's writing course is to grade your sets. And I now I grade every set. I have notebooks full of graded sets and I've been posting those things in the um, type five accelerated page as well as a comment to my video. Yeah. Those and, are so uh, cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's been a game changer too. Cause it really forces you to be honest. I mean, there've been so many jokes that I've held on to for way too long. And now that I'm grading the sets, I'm like, you know, this lifetime joke, I love it, but nobody's laughing at it. Damn. Now put it aside until I figure it out. How, how, how much will you do a joke before you get rid of it? Well, you know, my mentor told me to do it 10 times and mm-hmm. to keep it if it works 70% of the time. But uh, not being a mathematics whiz, I finally figured out if I do it three times in a row and it doesn't work, I'm never going to get to 70%. So time to drop <laughs> So it really depends, you know, how often it works. You know, if it bombs three times in a row, it's gone. If it works sometimes and doesn't, well, then, you know, I might keep it around until I figure something else to do with it or until I, sometimes it's just a matter of tweaking a few things. I I mean, I had a bit about, you know, my husband posting inappropriate pictures of me on social media and it was because I was eating dessert and I love that bit and I did it for years, but it only kind of like, eh, somewhat worked. And then once I started getting together with these guys on, on uh, it was on Monday nights with uh, Mark Palchek and Bill Douglas and Jareth Johnson, you know, Mark is, is like, and he was a former mentee of the fat doctor as well. Mm. He's in my little scene and Mark just like, just took a butcher knife to it and cut this three minute bit down into like 20 seconds. And now it, it hits every time. So that's an example of taking like old material and breathing new life into it. So I'm starting to go back to some of my older stuff that I'm like, this is brilliant. Why didn't it work? And now I'm looking at it five years later. I'm like, oh man, there there are no punchlines here. (laughs) He likes to say the driveway is way too long for the uh, house at the end of it. Hilarious. Oh, I love that. I have this quarter mile driveway to like a lean to shack and I'm like, okay, now we see why this isn't working. Thank you, Mark. Yeah. That's a great analogy. Well, goodness. Great. People are commenting, saying great interview. Congrats, Sandy. Uh, Lois even popped in here. PJ's mom popped in. Yeah. Oh, I love Lois. She's so supportive. She really is. But, uh, you know, one thing that you guys should check out, um, I think he's i think it's on hot breath pro or it might be in the writer's room i can't mm-hmm. remember but chris beasley last night posted like a 25 minute video on how he put together last month's winning contest and i watched that i'm like damn i have a prayer i mean he is so methodical and so well informed and 
You can learn so much from that video. I urge people to check it out. Even though it's 20 minutes long, it's worth it. I mean, because he breaks down his process and he puts clips in there. And what? I must have taken forever to put together. It is gold. Really? So definitely everybody check out that video because he said he's only going to leave it up there for like a few weeks. So oh, go check yeah. out video because it is it is uh, i mean it sort of takes his interview that he did with you last month and really sort of breaks it down um you know and just you know bit by bit and uh and it's awesome so wow. i i highly recommend everybody watch that i do yeah i see it right here in Hopworth pro oh that's exciting i i hadn't seen that yet very cool yeah check it out oh this is so cool well well sandy i mean You've, you've done it. I, I have nothing else to say. The proof is in the work. You're putting in the work and it's working. I mean, who would have thought? <laughs> Treat it like a job and you get results. So I thank know. you. I have, to hold, I have to hold on to my day job. <laughs> well, yeah, I just mean like, yeah, a lot of people just want to like, they do all the learning and research without the execution and you're doing both. And that's the secret, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, it's important, you know, I have a day job, so I really have to compartmentalize this. And, you know, I've got two computers running at all times. And, you know, I, I try to use this computer to actually, I'm doing, you know, I'm doing editing and proofreading. And I'm trying to like compare one screen to the other. And then like stuff pops up on my Facebook and I get distracted. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of this, is a lot of it is time management and compartmentalization mm. is it, huge. And I mean, that's one advantage of, I didn't even start doing this until I was 54. And one big advantage is having life experience, not even so much to draw from the material, but just to organize yourself and to, um, you know, be able to apply time management. Because I mean, that's, a, that's so much of it is just understanding and learning and applying time management. To doing this because it takes a huge amount of time and it can just take over your life mm -hmm. and not that there's anything wrong with that but you know you have to also kind of think well you know i need to need to stay married and i need to stay employed so uh <laughs> yeah that's yeah my i'll also like you i'll even think in time management and balancing family with like if i'm booked on the weekends i'll be out less during the week but if i'm not booked on the weekends i'll be out more during the week and i kind of find a balance that way but we all have our own kind of system you know for keeping the lights yeah, on like, yeah i mean like sunday nights i jet i really try not to do shows on sunday nights because that's like family time mm -hmm. uh but you know oh guess what i might be producing a show on sunday night i don't know but hopefully i can find a different venue in a different place uh for me and that was another thing too i i watched your blueprint or your booking blueprint on producing shows yeah and that it, available in hot breath pro and that has been hugely helpful and you know your number one lesson there was get a partner so yes. now i'm working with, with a partner and um i couldn't have you know i it's that's gold right then and there uh so that's been real helpful as well all these great resources people but <laughs> people come on <laughs> it, it's there if you want to level up that's that's it that's yeah. it so yeah. i appreciate mm -hmm. you sandy um for all the kind words and the results speak for themselves so thank you so much for jumping on here and congratulations oh thank you and thank you joel and i gotta say you know trent and uh and chris uh they're their their entries were top notch and I, i'm really surprised that that i won honestly and my my husband kept saying well they're all even uh he said i you know i tried to vote for chris but i'm not a member of the group i'm like well thanks honey <laughs> chris came in last of all things i know 
know. And I, you know, I just thought that they were both really, really solid entries. And, you know, when I saw them all, I'm like, Oh man, I, yeah, I don't have a chance. They were all, so, they were all solid, but the, you ran yeah. away with it. You know, you ran away with it. So well deserved. Yeah, but I mean, I thought it was all very, I thought they were all very close. So I'm really surprised that I won by the margin that I did. I'm, I'm not sure it's deserved, but you know what? You deserve, you, you did it, Sandy. You deserve it. You're here for a reason. Appreciate it. Be grateful. You earned this. Yeah, no, I, I really am. I really am. And I will give myself credit. I won't, I won't denigrate myself, but I just have to give the other two their props because those were some really, really strong entries. And, um, you know, had I not been in it, I would have had a really hard time deciding mm. who to well, vote for. Congratulations, Sandy. It's always a pleasure. Go connect with Sandy on her Instagram and her Facebook. And uh, thanks for hanging out, Sandy. I'm sure we'll be seeing you in the right 10 club. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much for doing this, Joel, for free. <laughs> <laughs> I don't never, I'll never live that down. The for free. <sighs> oh, it's all love. I appreciate you, Sandy. It is, yes, it has given us so many, so much riches. What can I say? But okay. Anyway, I will let you go. Uh, and uh, thank you again. And thank you, everybody who tuned in and who's been so supportive and had such kind words. Yes. And thank Tom for taking uh, letting you take a break from the walk to do this. So. Oh, yeah. He's got, well, actually, he doesn't mind. He likes the peace and quiet. <laughs> He just kind of tolerates me coming along. And I used to try to run bits by him, and, and he could walk a lot faster than I am. So I, I stopped doing that when I realized he was a quarter mile ahead of me. Hilarious. Yeah, he said, Please don't do that. I don't, I don't need to do this. Well, have a, have a happy Sunday out there, Sandy. And uh, this episode will be released tomorrow. So All right. We'll okay, see you well, then. Thank you so then. much, Sandy. All right. Take care. Bye. All right. Well, there you go. Hot breath of verse. Sandy Bernstein, the winner of the July $100 joke contest. If you want to level up your comedy writing and start getting booked, Hot Breath Pro, as Sandy said, has all the resources and the accountability in that community to help you do that. So thank you for all the kind words, Sandy. Congratulations. If you want to connect with Sandy and me and other members of Hot Breath Pro, all you got to do is go into the description of this show and click join Hot Breath Pro and thank me later in there for taking your comedy to the next level. So thank you all for tuning in to this live as well. And this is it. We'll be back next month with another one. But we'll be back next week with another podcast, as always, right here on Hot Breath. Hot Breath. This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably.